Well, hey everyone, welcome to the Restoring Home Podcast. My name is Lisa Welter and I'm your host. Friends, it's good to be with you this week. Boy, we have a very fun story to share, but to give you the context, uh, I want to take this time to share what has been happening. I lead the Catalasso Group and we have a, a large team of restorative family mediators working across the state to support the needs not only for divorce processes, but also child welfare. And this is a particular area of love that I have, working with families where there may be an issue of child safety that has been compromised. More specifically, we're working with substance abuse and then also for truancy efforts. Restorative family mediation can really play a a fantastic role, different in county settings than what we typically would see family group conferencing or family group decision-making being utilized. And the reason why restorative family mediation uh, can be helpful and why it differs from family group decision making is we are uh, upheld to a standard by a code of ethics. Every restorative family mediator has uh, their qualified neutrals, so under Minnesota Rule 114. That means we are bound to a standard to ensure that all people have the ability to exercise free will. We call it self-determination and to be treated fairly without coercion in private settings. And that uh, sets us apart differently, I would say. We use a talking piece in our conversations. We slow down the conversation, but we show up in environments where parents uh, are struggling with substance abuse. And we try to create that safe environment to help them craft plans that work for them. Social workers are bringing their bottom lines, but families are given the opportunity, almost I would say it's more like a gift, to design plans that fit within the context of of those bottom lines. And boy, are we seeing some cool results. And today I want you to hear a story of a mom that my team has worked with and she has now exited out of our our program and is doing just so so well one of the other things i've been doing um, part of my doctoral research is studying the perceptions of how restorative family mediation feels to people not only to the families but also to the social workers we've chosen to use the garner inclusion index and that is an anonymous survey that uh, we have been just gathering data to see what does this environment feel like Um, to create high quality and creative environments for all the different types of family conflicts that we see in child welfare. We we are seeing the following. There's seven key areas that we're measuring. Fair treatment, integrating differences. Boy, Boy, that's where the conflict is, right? We have different polarized opinions on how to go about this and we're seeing some great results around that. The psychological safety, is it a safe environment? Are people able to make decisions? That would be the fourth dimension. And do they feel good about those decisions? The level of trust is measured, a sense of belonging. And when we say sense of belonging, we're talking about, do people feel like they get to show up at the table as an equal contributor? Their voice is being acknowledged, heard, and it kind of ties into that fair treatment. And then finally, diversity. Does the environment reflect and respond to the needs of the diverse families that we're serving. And I'm not speaking just to racial uh, diversity or cultural diversity, talking about all the different facets and complexities that we as individuals and families, how we're organized, 
that is a big piece of this. We have blended families, we have single parents, we have like all the things, right? We have uh, parents that are incarcerated, we have parents that are doing supervised or unsupervised visits, we've got parents in drug treatment, we've got parents who are home. All of those different perspectives are coming into the equation. And here's what the results show. Almost all of our families and social workers are saying they, they very much agree. They rate that they definitely believe that they feel included in the process and it is resulting in, in a way that works for them. And so that means that the trajectory of individuals is literally changing in that moment. We're seeing that people feel respected and heard and understood in some of the most critical moments where decisions are being made and we're seeing fantastic results. And so today is that story. I want you to hear a mom's story and also one of our volunteers that came alongside this particular mom. And we have protected her uh, information really for the sake of all, but we wanted her to um, have the opportunity to share her story so that more families can have access to this service. Now, if you are an individual and you're connected to social services and you love this, please reach out to us. We would love to work with you. Um, If you have questions, reach out to us. We would love to answer those questions. But take a listen to this beautiful story of a particular mom and her journey using restorative family mediation. Well, it's good to have Katie and mom with me today. My goodness, we've had a journey together, ladies, and I'm just so thankful that the two of you are willing to come and sit at this round table and talk about life and the things that have been good and hard and everything in between. And so mom, I just want to welcome you. Thank you for joining us today. Well, thank you for having me. Absolutely. And Katie, thank you for jumping in and being a partner in this conversation Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I want to give our audience the opportunity to hear a little bit about both of your backgrounds. If you wouldn't mind, I'd love to have you kind of kick that off and then we'll pass it over to mom. Sure. Um, I am a uh, graduate student um, who's going to get my LPCC and LADC. Um, I am also a member of the recovery community and I have been for 11 years. Um, And so I found Lisa through um, the Rule 114 qualification. Um, And so I took a class um, with you, Lisa, and that's kind of how we got connected. And then you allowed me to sort of come on this journey with mom. um, And it has probably been as life changing for me as it has been for mom to witness this process. So I'm just grateful to be here. Oh, my gosh. Same. I feel the same way too, Katie, that this has been such a life transforming experience for me connecting with you and then with mom. It's just you, it's so serendipitous, the people that are placed in your path, whether you believe in God or not, it's like these connections are real and they're tangible. And it's just really a delight to have spent time with you and we get to continue the conversation. But then also with you, mom, we've had this just beautiful pleasure of meeting you walking with you and uh, joining you along your story. Do you want to share a little bit about your story with our audience? Sure. Um, So I met Lisa and Katie through um, my CPS worker. And um, 
it's been definitely a life-changing event. Um, I am um, a recovering addict. I have 72 days clean. Wow. And it's been a journey these last 72 days, I will say at the least. Um, But yeah, I'm super blessed that I have had you guys put in my life. Um, I'm not the type to just kind of share with anyone about my life story, but you guys make me feel at home. (laughs) So um, it's been amazing. I got my kids um, taken out of my home um, around 75 days ago. And uh, now they're with um, their grandparents. No, it's okay. It's a lot, isn't it? And you've seen so much happen in the last 75 days. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about what that experience has been like for you as you've contacted with resources, you've connected with Katie, if you want. Um, okay. Um, so it's definitely been uh, scary, but life learning changed everything above event. Um I am currently in outpatient treatment. Um, this is probably the best I've been in, especially the last year and a half with all the stuff that I've had going on in my life. Um, losing some people who are very important to me and my children um, has been definitely life-changing, hardness, everything kind of thing. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And I would say, you know, just just listening to your story, mom, and uh, hearing of the difficulties that you've experienced, you've come out on this other side in just a powerfully strong way. Katie, wouldn't you say the same for her? Absolutely. You know, I see people um, get clean and they fight tooth and nail against the process and Mom has just walked through this whole thing with grace and, um, you know, being willing to make changes right away. And I think part of that had to do with um, the way that this process goes. Mm -hmm. Um, She got, you know, when when people, especially addicts, are told what to do, um, it's like they just go the opposite direction. But, you know, this process gave um, everybody, gives everybody a chance um, to have a say in how it's going. And I, I think that um, this is probably the best example that I could, I mean, the, the outcomes that we hope for, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And mom, as I've, you know, we've sat together, I think one of the beautiful things is that you have a county that truly empowers parents and they're meeting parents where they're at and are invited to come to the table as an equal contributor And because of your child protection worker having access to restorative services, you know, I've been a restorative family mediator for a while now, but having the privilege of sitting down at a table with you to craft a plan that fits your needs, you know, for safety, for sobriety, um, it was beautiful to watch. But I wonder, Mom, how did it feel for you? Um, I have a lot of emotion. (laughs) Yeah. Um. It was, oh, like I said, it's, it's amazing, like, the support I have had from the county, um, especially. But I, I've i never, it's been a long time since I've felt this good, to be honest with you. Mm. And I couldn't be happier with where I'm at right now. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I think it speaks to that you were able to lay all the cards on the table in a way that made sense to you. And you were able to take the time to kind of turn the cards over and look at them and evaluate, you know, what's important to you and what's it going to take for you to feel good about, you know, achieving your goals. And, you know, Katie and I have even talked about this, that there's no better way to do this than giving that parent the opportunity to take the steering wheel of life because you are certainly capable of making all these decisions. You've been making all these decisions your whole life. And what better than to have the opportunity to do that again in one of the most critical seasons of life. And you're rocking it. You're like literally rocking it. Well, thank you. It's amazing to watch, but you put the plan into action because it fit what you needed. And uh, I just couldn't tell you how I'm so proud of you. Well, thank you. I, it means a lot. Um, it, it definitely, it's all worth it in the end, to be honest. And my children are way more worth it than anything. Yes, 100%. Katie, do you have any reflections or thoughts, uh, reactions? No, you know, I mean, it, it was just really, really cool to be a part. You know, I didn't say what I was really a part of. And I think first I was a part of her um, circle of support that... Um, that you offer. Um, and so I was just a volunteer and I got to just be there for mom, um, when she needed to talk to people. Um, and so to see her utilize that was, um, it was just awesome. But you know, mom, you did the work. Um, and when you make the choices and then you stick to them and you do the work, I think that you gain the self-esteem and the reward from doing that. And so just watching that has been a gift. Oh, thank you. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, doing this work, you build relationships. And even Definitely. though we're coming in as neutral facilitators guiding a process that is saved for you, clearly we see the outcome of that. But I think these conversations and relationships will last far beyond where they started from. It's almost serendipitous how, you know, people get placed in our paths and they stay with us for for years. And so that's what I'm looking forward to. I don't know about you, mom, but that's what I'm looking forward to. I'm sure that's I'm what definitely, Katie's thinking too. <laughs> I'm definitely looking forward to it. Um, <laughs> definitely like, like friends for, you know, you guys will always be a part of my life for sure for now on. So you're kind of stuck with me. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're okay with that. Yes. <laughs> So mom, tell us what's ahead. What are you dreaming about? You've moved through a really critical season and you're making so many great decisions, but what, what's the future hold for you? What are you thinking about? Um, well, I'm just going to continue on my path of recovery and um, finish treatment and finish school. Uh, I just started school in January I'm looking, and it's been a rough one, but I, I've been passing all the classes, so it's been good. <laughs> and then just getting my kids back and having my somewhat normal life back um, when I have them, because it's so quiet around the house when they're not here, and I don't like it at all. <laughs> mm. Yeah. 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 I, yes. Understandable. If you could say anything to other moms or other parents, back up the conversation to 76 days ago, 
what would you tell parents that are struggling through this and what would your advice be to them? Um, to never give up, that's for sure. And to always be open and honest um, to anyone, uh, whether it's CPS or Resortive Circle or anyone, just, just stay, you gotta be open and honest for sure, more than anything. Just keep keep on going. God doesn't give us more than we can't handle, right? Yeah. 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 How about you, Katie? What would you say to parents that are moving through these seasons of life? Oh, boy. Um, you know, I, I relate. Um, and so um, if they have this process available, I would say to trust this process and take control when you can. Um, because I've seen what happens to people when they don't. Um, and this is just such a good opportunity to have a say in how things are going and take the time to get yourself healthy and be selfish so that you don't have to ever go through anything like this again. Um, you know, nobody asks to have addiction issues, um, but this is an opportunity for people um, to really take control um, and make some some pretty awesome changes. So I'm, I'm grateful that I found this um, restorative circle method because I think it's going to do some big things. I agree. Well, mom, you are a testimony of the success of this work, but you've done all the hard work yourself. And, you know, I regularly tell parents that this kind of feels like a gift and it was a gift to me in my life. And so all I can do is give the gift away again and I would imagine it's felt like that for you. But so much of this is tied to exactly what you said, to the readiness that you were you were in a place where you were ready, honest and transparent with yourself. And so well done, my friend. You've just done you've done a masterful job at this. Well, thank you. And thank you for everything you guys have done for me and my children. Um I definitely could not have done it with a lot without a lot of you guys. Mm. Well, you're welcome. But we would say probably we're pointing the finger at you. <laughs> like yeah. <you> at all. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, mom, thank you so much for coming on to the show and sharing your story with us. It would be so much fun to reconnect in the future, six months from now, if you're willing. Katie and I would love to do a part two. Mm -hmm. Yes. Sounds good. I would love to. Okay. We'll keep the conversation going. And for those of you who are listening in and you're wondering, gosh, what is all of this that they're talking about? Check out the catalassogroup.com and go and look at restorative family mediation. It really is just a beautiful, gentle, kind process to walk with families that are struggling through child protection issues and offering them the opportunity to pave a pathway in one of life's most critical moments. And mom is just one story. In fact, I would say between Katie and I, she is one of our just like, you're like the, the pinnacle of success. And so I just want to say thank you to you, mom. And thank you for being willing to share your story. Katie, anything you want to say? No, I mean, I want to just thank both of you too, for letting me be a part of this. Thank you, mom, for um, being awesome and allowing you know me to watch you grow through this because it has changed me as well well thank you 